The world is now moving and changing in ways that we cannot fully predict. And we have to move with it. To be left behind is to make ourselves vulnerable to change and not allow us to become the beneficiaries of change or those who can use change to do great service in the world, which is what we're really here to do. So today I'd like to speak about the four great realities that are moving the world and moving us. And the first is something very deep within us, deep beneath the surface of our minds, the greater intelligence, which I will call knowledge, because God's new message to the world calls this knowledge, related to our ability to have profound knowing, insight, and awareness in ways that are very difficult for our intellect to understand. But actually maybe the most important forces within us holding us back from things and moving us forward, two things. Knowledge. Who are we really? Are we this flesh and bone? Are we our ideas or our beliefs? Vacuous things? The new message tells us that who we are in this world is who we've always been in reality. But we've taken the form of being a human being. We've taken on a world identity and a world intellect, a world comprehension, shaped from day one by all the forces that have impelled us or held us back, challenged us, frightened us, depressed us, everything. To bring us to where we are today as people. But knowledge represents who we were before we came into the world and who we will be after we leave this place. A part of us that is still connected to our source. A part of us that is not governed or manipulated or affected by the world around us. This is the center of our strength, our integrity, and holds for us our greater purpose for coming to the world. For truly, every one of us, you'd have been sent into the world for a unique purpose that lies buried within you, beneath the surface of your mind. For God has given you purpose in being here as an individual, and every individual. But who in the world knows of these things? Who in the world practices this awareness? Who in the world is really connected to this deeper knowledge that I speak of? For knowledge is not your body, it's not your mind. It's a part of you that is permanent. It is beyond changing circumstances and a changing world. It's truly the mystery of our lives waiting to be discovered. But not merely a mystery, it holds the secret and the direction of why we're here and the path that we must follow and the degree to which you become connected to this inner power, this knowledge, begins to give you real determination, true direction in life. It liberates you from all the things that could capture you or dominate you or pull you aside. So many traps and snares in a world of influence and seduction. 
We are spiritual beings who have come into the world to express a greater life in a world that is changing. And our greater life is connected to this world and has changed. What else will we come here? So knowledge then is the immortal part of us. And it must become the guide to the temporary part of us, our worldly mind, our worldly life. And that is how God will save us. Be us of us of any religion, any persuasion, no religion at all. It's all the same. God's plan is to save everyone in the end. But the end can be a long way from, from us far, far into the future. So knowledge here becomes a pivotal element of understanding our real spirituality, our eternal spirituality, and for understanding what holds for us our greater purpose and meaning for being in the world at this time under these circumstances. Because knowledge is connected to the world, it is connected to the greatest events of the world. And there are two great forces that are shaping our world today and will shape it continuously as we proceed, creating in the future a new world reality and both a great hazard and a great opportunity for us as we proceed. For our world is emerging into a greater community of intelligent life in the universe, a greater reality in which we've always lived. We've never not lived in this greater community of life. But living on Earth, consumed by our worldly experience, we know nothing of this greater reality that surrounds us. Yet there would come a time when human evolution would take us to that tipping point where we would emerge or cross that invisible line into a greater arena of life in the universe. And we have crossed that line. Can't name the, the time, the moment, the day, but we have crossed that line. And now we're facing intervention from the world, from races in the universe, who seek to take advantage of us at a time of our greatest peril and confusion, as nations are fracturing, as we're overcome with the worldwide pandemic in the world today, which will have lasting change on our social life and our economies, everything. Part of the great waves of change that are coming to the world. And these great waves have brought not visitation, but intervention into our world. I will call it the coming of the greater community. The greater community meaning the greater community of life in the universe. A non-human universe where freedom is rare. Such great things that most people don't even want to think about it, let alone look at it or consider it. But you need to consider this. Because this has everything to do with who you are and why you're here. What you're connected to at a bigger level, a higher level. <clears throat> we can live our lives consumed with little things, personal problems, whatever our notions of fulfillment may be. And we have no notion of who we really are or what is moving our world. I pray that will not be you. You've lived that life already, and you can see how empty and desolate it is, and how it gives you nothing but regret 
no real assurance, no real power, no real certainty in life. So welcome. Welcome to the big picture. Coming to the greater community is the greater context for experiencing knowledge, purpose, and meaning of life. It is a reality that will either uplift us or eliminate us from this world. It is so important that we continue to be the sovereign race here, for that will assure the evolution of knowledge within us and redemption for humanity. But that is now under challenge by the two great events that are moving our world. So the greater community represents the great evolutionary step that we are all now having to take, a great evolutionary step for humanity. No longer a, war, a world of warring tribes and tragic history, we now must become united sufficiently that we can engage with the universe of intelligent life together. This is the great physical reality that surrounds us, and it's now coming into our life. Not because we're venturing into space, but because space is venturing into us. This is what the new message of God reveals to us. And in doing so, it throws open the doors of our reality of intelligent life in our local universe, something we have no way of understanding. No one on earth can prepare us for the greater community. We have no understanding of what's really out there. It's nothing like what our movies portray. Not the, not the universe that we want to see. It's not a human universe. It's a universe where freedom is rare and free races are rare. A universe on a competitive scale you can hardly imagine. But a universe that is technologically advanced and capable of many things that we are not capable of yet. So we are eclipsing an age-old isolation in the world now, a painful process, and coming into contact with a greater panorama of life. At an early time, I would think that would be such a great thing for us to have this happen. Races could give us wisdom and technology and teach us how to live in peace. But even then, in my heart, I knew that really wasn't it. That's a dream. It's a wish. But the realities of life are very different. And the presence in the world today from the universe around us is very different. Our emergence into this greater community of life is going to change everything for us. Our religion, our understanding of ourselves, our relations with each other personally and between nations, condition of the world, our focus, our priorities, everything. Should not be underestimated in any way. For decades, others have been flying our skies, interrupting human activities, taking people against their will, acting very surreptitiously, secretively, not great military powers, no. Small groups who have great power of persuasion over the unwary and the unknowing. It 
has the power to undermine, overtake human civilization, which is its purpose, regardless of what it pretends to be or what it may tell those who it claims to itself. Then we have the other great force of change, which is the changing world itself, which we have changed, a contaminated world, a world now of violent weather, declining resources, an ever greater hazard and cost for the human family. This has been foreseen by many individuals for a long time. It's not the end times, <clears throat> but it is the beginning of a new world reality that we're going to have to contend with. We're unprepared. People don't want to see these things. They want to live their little lives unfettered by anything great that might interrupt that. They want their privileges, their little freedoms, when in fact there's something amidst, amidst in our world on two platforms that could change all of those things. This is a world now that would become more difficult to live in. It is the great waves of change crashing upon us. Pandemic is one of those great changes. It is far from over, and it will take years to recover from it. But in its heels will be a great financial change and great environmental change that now cannot really be fully stopped, only mitigated. This too has the power to change and even destroy human civilization. The new message paints a very clear picture of this, not to frighten us or to overwhelm us, but to alert us and to engage us. Because knowledge within us is here for this, not just to make us happy or give us a problem-free life. <laughs> oh no. It's to prepare us for the greatest change that has ever faced the human family in the time of civilization. It is an evolutionary leap And evolution is not a slow, gentle, gradual process. It moves at all times, but then it has great surges. And we are in one of those great surges at this moment. Our environment will determine whether we can survive in this world, whether we can sustain all the people in this world, how nations will interact with each other. Will we choose to unite or will we fight and struggle over who has access to the remaining resources. Food, water, energy, everything. Certainly this seems overwhelming, what I'm saying. And don't think it's not loving. This is God's love speaking to you. God loves humanity and therefore warning humanity of the great hazard it is now facing. Don't think I'm being fearful or negative. I'm being real with you. And I ask you to be real with me and real about your life. Stop trying to fulfill yourself with petty little activities instead of look at what's coming over the horizon. Knowledge is within you. It is not afraid. It knows where you need to be, what you need to do, and who you need to be with 
if you will follow it step by step. Therefore, we take the steps to knowledge. And we learn to follow it as it begins to reshape our lives, to strengthen us, to free us from our weaknesses and our obsessions, gives us the eyes to see and the ears to hear, gives us both sobriety about life and also a great love of life. For without fear of life, there is love. Not casual love, but a deep respect and a deep engagement. These great ways of change on planet Earth are also the platform to initiate knowledge within us. For knowledge has come at a time to respond to the movement of the world and now the movement of the greater community forces in the world. We're threatening the future and freedom of humanity. What will awaken us spiritually? 20 years of meditation? Maybe. Fervently believing in the scriptures? No. It will be responding to what God has put within us to respond to. In response to the world we live in. Each of us has been sent here to live in these times. To serve these times. So stop complaining about the world. Don't be a victim of the world. This is the place that is perfect for you to be in right now. It's the one thing that can restore you and redeem you and call forth your greater strength. Certainly there's personal strength and personal abilities, but knowledge is the greater strength within you. For what else is fearless within you? What else has true purpose and direction within you? What else can see and know what others cannot see and know? What else within you can protect you from all forces of harm, both seen and unseen? Nothing you can think of. This is God's great endowment for all of us. And this is what will restore us and move us forward. And this brings us now to God, source of our lives, source of all life. Not an Old Testament God, but a God of the whole universe, of a billion, billion races in this galaxy alone amongst other galaxies. A God of the unchanging universe beyond all of this, which is even greater. This God is not here to do favors for you. God has put knowledge within you to guide you and protect you. Pray to God for knowledge to emerge within you. That is a real prayer. God is here to guide us into dealing with the intervention from the universe around us. To teach us how to adapt and prepare for a new world reality. To adjust our lives and expectations to a world of great and propelling change. How to regain our connection to knowledge, which is our true anchor in this world and our lifeline to heaven. You could pray to God. You could prostrate yourself at the temple, the mosque, or the synagogue, but 
if you do not do what God sent you here to do, then you're not praising God. Your action is your allegiance and a demonstration of your faithfulness. For the religions of the past, as great as they are, as important as they are, cannot prepare us for these two great challenges and two great movements of life in our world. And that will continue whether we are ready or not, prepared or not, with great consequence depending on how we choose to respond. God is not the focus. What God has put within us is the focus. What is occurring in the world on a large scale is the focus. Your life, no matter where it is at this moment, no matter what you've been through, what errors you've committed, what problems you face, the calling to knowledge is within you. God is calling for this to come forth, and the world is calling for this to come forth. Calling that which is most fundamental within you, the foundation of your life. Who you were before you came, who you will be after you leave. What could be more who you are than that? A temporary identity in the world, a name tag, some little temporary role you might play here. So this brings us back to the first thing, which is knowledge. We have knowledge. We have the greater community of life, the coming of the greater community. We have the great ways to change in the world. We have God, and it brings us back to knowledge. Belief is not enough. Belief is of the personal intellect has very little power, consistency, or permanence. God's new message to the world is to take us deeper within ourselves so that we may know what to do in a world of calamitous change, a world facing intervention, a world of growing poverty and inequity, a world of declining resources, declining stability. It's not a world of spiritual transcendence. It's not a world of believing and hoping for an afterlife. This is a world of being here now. So God's new message is highly functional. Feet on the ground. Your mind in heaven. Working together. God will not intervene in the 11th hour to save humanity. If we do not take the steps that must be taken to protect the world from the outside and to prevent collapse on the inside, God will not intervene to save us. God has already saved us because God has put knowledge within us. Therefore, there is no hell and damnation because you can never separate yourself from this knowledge that lives within you because it's who you really are beyond identity, beyond appearance, beyond description. That's who you are. So don't try to visualize this. That's not going to help. It is a greater power within you. Beneath the turbulence of the mind, there's a great well of stillness. In this well of stillness, knowledge resides. You've felt this before. Moments of insight, intuition, 
seeing things you should not do, seeing things you should do, remembering important things, stepping away from other people in situations that could be harmful. This is knowledge working in your life. It's brought you to this moment. It's brought you to this moment to be here with me. This is our great opportunity to engage with each other while I'm still in the world. God must speak again because the great religions of the past cannot prepare us for what we're facing now. No one can say that God cannot come again. Who has the arrogance to say that? Even God's angels cannot say what God will do next. So what person on earth can say that God cannot come again or speak again? God speaks when God wills, and God speaks when a great crisis and necessity is facing humanity. I've spent 38 years dedicating my life to receiving the greatest revelation, the biggest revelation ever given to this world. I invite you to experience it. I call you to experience it. Um, this, is, this is a great moment of engagement. But you have to decide. Explore the revelation. It's there for you. There's no cost to experience it or hear the voice of revelation, which has never been heard in the world before. You listen. Come to hear. Listen and decide. For the presence is with you. The power is within you. And God and the world are calling it forth as never before.